Yo, Alpha. Okay, so this is episode number seven. We're going to be talking about the friend zone and why you might be still in the friend zone, how you got in there in the first place, what the friend zone actually is anyway, and how not communicating your desire and displaying beta male behavior got you in there and how you get out of it and never get in it in the first place. We're going to be talking all about this. It's going to be quite juicy. It's going to be a juicy episode. It's going to be quite harsh. I'm going to talk about some harsh truths. So let's do this. Welcome to the Alpha Activation Podcast. For the last decade, I've been exploring what it means to be the most incredible man you can be. From frustrated to fearless, you'll get hot secrets to transform your game with women and dominate your life as a man. It's time to get Alpha. So, Alpha, let's talk about this. What is the friend zone? Okay, so it's where a girl says, oh, I just want to be friends with you. It's a place where suddenly all sexuality of the relationship is removed and you feel a huge weight pressure on you to be such a good friend. You are stuck in this place of limbo being the boyfriend without any of the sexuality, any of the intimacy. This is the friend zone. So that's what it feels like for us when we get put in there. But what is it really? Okay, listen to this. The friend zone is a way for her to reject you without thinking of herself as a bad person. It's a way for her to get out of the pain of confrontation and also guilting you into being in a position where you have to serve her, where you have to be there for her, where you have to provide the benefits of being a boyfriend without anything back. There's even a guilt and a pressure that if you expect anything back, you're being a bad dude, you're being rude, you're not being aka a nice guy. So that is what the friend zone is, it's a passive rejection, it's a rejection of you and I've drilled girls on this, I've asked them, so what is it after I've fucked them in my bed, I asked them, what is this, the friend zone that you put guys into, what does that mean for you? And the most common answer is that I'm not interested in him sexually. I don't want to have sex with him. Now, why do we get put in the friend zone? Because I've had it happen to me before. Before I became the guy I am today where I prioritize what I want above all else. I prioritize my own agenda rather than acting in fear, in fear of what it might mean to other people because this drives all our actions and I got put in the friend zone in the past and it sucked, it fucking sucked man, it really fucking sucked. So what is the friend zone? It's a passive area of rejection so that she doesn't have to feel bad doing it. And often, 
you know, some women, I'm not saying all women, but some women will use it as a way of manipulating you. They will make you think something's possible whilst never giving it to you and then making you feel guilty when you want it. So you end up sacrificing so fucking much for her. She gives you nothing back. You get put in the friend zone. So why the fuck does this happen? Why the hell are we getting put in the friend zone? And it's simple. So first of all, a lot of us, including me, and this was me in the past, I'm holding my hand up here. You can't see it because this is all sound, but I'm doing it right now. In the past, we get scared. We get this sense of anxiety. What if she knows I like her? Then she'll reject me. Then I'll feel shame. I'm ashamed of how I feel. And that stops us from communicating that desire from the start. So the way most guys think they should game girls is completely wrong. They go over and they try and be a nice guy and a friend to her from the start without communicating any upfront desire so that she gets used to him being that guy who isn't very sexual, who's just a, a shoulder to lean on, immediately having really deep conversations without communicating any upfront desire. And if that has happened to you, it's not your fault. A lot of us had that happen to us because we didn't understand. And essentially, it's not her fault either, funnily enough. Although it's not funny, it's horrible. But the point is, you've got to be upfront with your desire. You've got to say to a woman like, damn, I saw you and your figure sets off electricity. I had to come talk to you. How are you doing? Rather than, oh, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, this is a nice place, isn't it? Dead, 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 square, square. Do, do you see the difference? Instantly communicating sexual desire up front is something that a lot of us are terrified to do. But the worst thing that can happen is that she isn't interested and walks off. Particularly in this day and age where men are continually demonized for being proprietors of a patriarchy which creates rape culture. Now, I'm not saying abuse doesn't occur, but this shame culture isn't how to make this better. How to make this better is to teach dudes how to be real fucking men. And a real man will go up to a woman and tell her exactly his intentions up front from the start saying, hey, I look at you. And I say, damn, that's a beautiful dress, but I bet what's underneath that dress is even better. You know, it's much better to do that up front, to get it all out in the open, out in the way, get all your cards there instead of hiding out. As soon as you're hiding out, you're starting to become a beta male. You're starting to hide how you feel you're starting to build up a story in your head where you're making yourself wait 
You're making yourself wait for what, man? Why the fuck are you making yourself wait? Wouldn't you rather know if she was interested in you back straight away? Wouldn't you rather go up and say, Hey, girl, listen, I like the way you look. I like the way you walk. I like the way you stand. Come dance with me. Because then that sets the stage from the beginning. The beta male behavior is hiding from that. Fearful that if he isn't 100% a good boy, then something's going to happen. But what the fuck happens? Maybe she's ultra-feminist and goes, yeah, you can't just come up to me and say that. You're like, whoa. Okay. I was completely wrong about you. And then you can just walk off. You know, it doesn't really matter. The point is that when you fake how you are, when you hide your feelings, you're lying to her from the start. You're hiding in the bushes and you're waiting for an opportunity to suddenly jump on her. Now, doesn't that sound much more rapey to you? It does to me. I'd rather be completely honest and upfront from the start so that both adults can make a decision right from the beginning. Now, this feminist indoctrine that comes at us from an early age, making us into these pathetic dudes who can't be honest about their desire, they can't be upfront about how they feel. And then they do all these nice things. They, they, they kowtow to the woman. They put her on a pedestal. They simp as fuck. And if you don't know what simp means, it means putting a woman so high above yourself that you become this subservient, gimp-like creature, giving her your money, giving her all your attention, prioritizing her above everything else in your life. Now, another word for that is a trick. If you're tricking, you're basically paying for sex. So do you want to stay in that mindset? And being in the friend zone is the start of that mindset. And it's not your fault. Nobody's at fault here. What we want to do is shift our focus away from simping out and becoming just friends to being upfront, being honest, being authentic from the start and being fearless. So crucial. Because this behavior is driving us into corners. It's driving us into corners where we can't get out and then we end up forming attachments in our minds. And this has happened to me also in the past. Those attachments are dangerous. They're damaging to our self-belief. They're damaging because we start to get addicted 
to the attention, the little bit of attention she gives us, and we hold on to hope. But this is all beta male behavior. You need to be able to break free from the mindset, the feminist indoctrine, which I feel drives up more rape than positive masculinity. Because all these dudes, they get taught, oh yeah, just be a nice guy, be a lovely guy, you know, do everything for her, simp, 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 motherfucking simp, and you will eventually get the best sex in your life with a Disney princess, yada, yada, blah, blah. Well, it doesn't work, and people get trapped. They feel trapped in the friend zone. They feel trapped in sexless marriages, trying their best to be this idea of a nice guy who's got no balls because they've been cut off by his own mindset, by his own belief. It's all beliefs. You can reprogram your beliefs. You can reprogram who you are. And then it gets to the point where suddenly he's rejected for sex again after years of trying his best to be the best guy for this girl and he snaps and he rapes her. Then he gets incarcerated and beat up. And she becomes damaged and more fucked up and fucks up other guys. And it's a vicious fucking circle. So let's cut it all at the root. How do we do that? It's simple. We bring it back to authentic behavior. We bring it back to being real, to being strong, to having the courage to take the risk and say, hey girl, I find you attractive. I look at you and I feel attracted right now. You've got to have the balls to be that up front with women. Listen, they'll respect you for it. They will be amazed by the fact of how upfront you are. They will feel like a woman in the presence of a real man. It will trigger attraction in them from the start. And hey, if it doesn't, then it was a mismatch. Now, here's the other part of this. Go for women where it feels natural. So get out there, be upfront. And when you find someone you vibe with, when you find that natural connection coming, that's the one you want to focus on. If you find you're constantly pushing, 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 trying hard, and then it's difficult. Yeah, it can be a fun challenge sometimes, but it should be treated as such. Maybe a one night stand or a challenge. But when you want to go deeper, you want to find someone who's in tune with you, that you are in tune with them. That is compatibility. 
But how are you going to know that unless you get up front with people? Unless you tell people how you feel? And yeah, it's difficult at first. So what you're going to do is you're going to go out there. You're going to go out into the world and you're going to start today. You're going to do baby steps. So you're going to tell people around you what you think about them. You're going to say, hey, whoever, that dress looks great on you. Then you're going to start doing it to strangers. And it's amazing the results that you will get. Now, the other element of this is spice. You want to add some spice into the conversation. Now, back in the day, I don't know how much you, Alpha, knows about pickup, about picking up chicks, about PUA, pickup artists, who are not <laughs> creating rape culture and who have mostly faded into life coaching <laughs> so back in the day there used to be all these routines and things that you had to learn and go through but it never really worked why didn't it work because guys weren't being up front they weren't being up front about who they were they were using psychological tricks to get women into bed and then the women would be like oh you're not that guy, I don't know you, and then they would fuck off. <laughs> so, being up front from the start and adding in spice. So, what do I mean by spice? Spice is the freedom to make fun, to tease, to be playful with who is in front of you. And this is something you've got to do even if you're in a relationship. You've got to add that spice in. I've talked about this on another podcast. But it's so important to bring the spice in no matter what. You never stop gaming girls. Not even if you've married them for 40 years. You want to keep that spice up. You want to be like, you know, say she forgets something at a shop. You go shopping together. She forgets something. So you tease her about it. You're like, oh God, I can't take you anywhere, girl. We were just meant to get that one thing and, and you, you drop the ball. I'm going to have to spank you later. You know what, little missy? You, you're on timeout now. You know, Bring that authority, that spice into the conversation. So being upfront with what and how you see her as in terms of your attraction, in terms of your sexuality, and also making it spicy. The minute you make it spicy, you start to spike her emotions. You give her emotional spikes. You know, for example, you don't look like you should be out this late. It's way past your bedtime. I like wild, adventurous girls. You look way too nice for me. I would probably ruin you for all your future boyfriends. Like, I want to hang out with you. I want to kiss you right now, but it would ruin you completely for everyone else. That is spice. That's communicating desire. That's communicating spice. That is not a friend. That's a lover. That's a sexual option. 
So within that, people often ask me, does that mean that I can never compliment a girl or if I compliment her too much? She's going to think I'm too needy and just make me a friend. I remember I got that question before. So this is another thing which relates to the core concept of not being in the friend zone, which is authenticity, being authentic, Matt. So when you compliment someone, don't just do it to get something. Oh yeah, you look beautiful today. You know, expecting her to fawn all over you to get some kind of validation for yourself, some kind of like, oh yeah, look, I can get with women or, oh yeah, look, I'm also really beautiful. Like say it back. Like if you're in a relationship and you say to a girl, I love you, to get her to say something back to you, you're failing because you're not secure in yourself. Insecure dudes get made friends instead of fuck buddies or lovers or husbands or whatever it is. So being authentic with your compliments, expecting nothing back from them, saying them because you mean them, because you really feel them, and saying them from a place of heightened social status. And that comes down to body language and several other different cues that give off that sense that you are an alpha male. And we go through so much of that so much of that reprogramming you to being that alpha male in social dominance. It's not open right now, but as soon as it is, you'll get the link alpha, I promise. So how do you give compliments? You give compliments in a playful way. And you give compliments in an authentic way. And you also take them back a little bit so she has to chase you. This is adding spice. And give it without needing anything back. You do not need validation. You are the source of her validation. So when you give a compliment, mean it. Slow down. Don't be scared to say it. Allow yourself to get sexual with your compliments. Damn girl, I like your style. That dress looks amazing and I bet you look even better when you're not wearing it. And you say it with a real sense of feeling that. You say that with direct eye contact you don't just say it like, oh, yeah, you look really nice. Uh, uh, what about me? It's just pathetic if you do that. You're like, damn, the way you wear that dress, I can feel your curves in my eyes. It's blinding. You see how I said that? I said that with a complete resolve, a rock-solid resolve of giving you know, giving. There's no taking there. There's no needy taking there. I'm not a little boy asking his mother 
to give something, begging for something, because that's what the opposite communicates. That's what happens in her nervous system when you give a compliment to get something back. Oh, I really like hanging out with you. What about me? Is is it's horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. More often than not, it'll make her feel awkward and she'll be forced to say, Oh, thanks. Yeah, you too. Or she probably won't even say you too. She'll be like, oh, thanks. And it will feel awkward for her. But instead, having the balls and the authenticity to go right up to her and say, hey, the way you walk to the bar just now, it's electric. I have to talk to you. How are you doing tonight? Bam. That is honest. That is direct, that is upfront, and that is a compliment. And then you can get playful and tease her and get those emotional spikes going. It's crucial that you get sexual from the start, my friend. Get sexual from the start. Be that sexual guy who isn't afraid of his sexuality. He can communicate it to women. Well, he's with them. He can communicate it to all the women around him. He can be that sexual option for women. He doesn't have to hide it away. And this is something that happens in England. I'm recording this from Bristol. It's a beautiful sunny day in August, although it was raining so heavily earlier. And I walked through it. And it was refreshing. But now as I sit here and I'm thinking about England, so many people in England hide their true feelings about stuff through this obsessive politeness. Obsessive politeness, man. What is it about? Why does it happen? Why do we have to constantly castrate ourselves just to get along? You have to hide your sexuality. Unless you have a non-heterosexual sexuality, then you're praised. You're, you're, you're given, um, given a lot of um, praise for, for having the courage to be that. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But the reason P dudes get put in the friend zone is because they're terrified to reveal their sexuality. They move their hands as far away from their penis while they sit and stand so they won't be considered as someone who masturbates. Do you know what that communicates? That communicates that you're asexual. So take some advice from those people who aren't heterosexual and are quite open about their sexuality and start being open about your heterosexual drives. Start being clear about how you are sexual from the start. Be that sexual guy. When I stand or when I sit with women, with beautiful women, I sometimes put my hand straight on my cock. I'm just sitting there with it there, resting it there, because I don't give a fuck. Why should you care? 
The point is it communicates your sexuality and that you're comfortable with your sexuality. I don't mean that I sit there and masturbate, obviously. I mean I rest my hands in my crotch without even considering it. So you get sexual and you allow yourself to be sexual and you stop hiding your sexuality. You stop hiding it away, letting it fester in the back of your mind with this woman who only sees you as a friend because that's only what you've allowed her to see from the start. Okay? Are you starting to get this? Are you starting to get what the friend zone is? The friend zone is a prism created by fear which is operational within two people's minds it's a frame of reference which comes from the inability to be honest the inability to say hey girl i find you stunningly beautiful i have to dance with you come dance with me or whatever it is. Being sexual from the start. Being a sexual guy. Being a guy who's comfortable being sexual. Who do you think women want to have sex with? Do they want to have sex with the uptight, asexual friend that does everything that she says and is always there no matter what? Or do they want to have sex with the guy who is natural? who is already sexual, who is comfortable with his sexuality, who is upfront, who is honest about how he feels, who isn't scared to go up to her and say, hey, I like you. This stance. It's obvious at this point. So if you find yourself stuck in the friend zone, be courageous and say, listen, I know it's worked out like this, but this isn't what I want because I have feelings for you and because of that, we can't be friends. So I'm going to move on with my life. I'm going to break free from this cycle. I'm going to carve my path. She might resist it. She might be like, what the fuck? But you've just got to do it for you, brother. You've just got to do it for you, Alpha. Get your head out of your ass and start being honest as fuck about how you desire women. Be sexual with women. Don't be sexual in your fantasies. Be sexual in real life. And if she's not interested, then walk away and meet some other girl. Just walk away. I've been Jamie. Stay alpha. Hey, thanks for listening. It's been awesome having you listen to this podcast. I'm grateful that you have decided to become the most incredible, loving, dominant alpha male that there is in your life. Now, follow me on Instagram, alpha activation, all one word. That is alpha activation on Instagram. Remember to follow me on Instagram where you'll get loads more stuff, loads more ways you can interact with us on there as well and get even more value.